Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get to BetQL Daily with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. As they brought the card out, Kyler Murray had to get on. The frustration, the heartbreak. Players from both sides coming up to him and... I thought when he went down, Joe, it didn't look to me like he tripped as much as just something went out on him. Yeah, it's tough. There's no doubt. You see teams go through it every week, but you lose your starter on third play of the game, non-contact. It's just just tough to watch and see, and you got to be able to rebound and uh, continue to play the game, though. Low snap. McCoy got hit as he let it go, and he's picked. Marcus Jones. And another takeaway by this New England defense. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. Ton to get to today. Jason Scott of BetMGM will join us later on the show. Latest odds and where we're at in different markets across the NFL. And as we get close to the bowl season in college football, Jason will join us 1040 a.m. Eastern. Brad Powers on college football on the Bulls. We'll dive into Brad's thoughts, and I'm sure you have a lot on the bowl season, which starts on Friday. But we start, guys, with Monday Night Football. And I didn't, I didn't, we didn't expect a great game last night, Aaron. But that game went the other way early because the Patriots were in a big advantage. Unfortunately, Kyler Murray went down. Third play of the game, and you knew it right away. His knee buckled. He fell to the ground, non-contact injury. It was almost everyone knew right away. That's bad. And he's out. Yeah. And the reporting this morning is everyone expects it to be an ACL. So, Aaron, you kind of fast forward here. The Cardinal season's been done for a while. They're four and nine. They stink. But now next season is in trouble, right? It's it's December. When is the earliest he's going to return? Maybe next November if, if things go well. Maybe about a year from now, a little less than a year from now. So this the Cardinals franchise is in is in some hot water here with Kyler Murray out for a long time. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, what's going to happen with Cliff Kingsbury as well? I mean, we were just talking about should he be one of the coaches to get fired? And my biggest takeaway was like, man, giving these quarterbacks, and it's sad and unfortunate, the injuries, but like guaranteed money, and either they don't play well or they get injured. It's just, I don't know if you can keep doing that. I think it's a problem. When... Kyler went down and you go, you go to McCoy, obviously, you know, yes. Like Joe G was saying, it could bleed into next season, 
uh, with the length of what a, what we think we know about the injury, what we could see last night on the field. But just keeping it to football for a moment, as far as the flow of the game, uh, one of my thoughts was, is this a downgrade? How significant is this downgrade? And for that to even seep into my brain, like after you just paid him how much committed how much part of the reason Kingsbury's gone is because of Kyler. You made your commitment to the quarterback. They made it to the head coach, but it doesn't really matter because you can write that off and they're going to make a change. They need to make a change. We all know that. But like for, for to even consider, is it that much of a downgrade to go from Kyler to McCoy shows you how much of a problem they have there in Arizona. Yeah, they do. Um, and he will enter next year whenever he actually plays next season. It'll be the fifth year of his career, zero playoff victories, and a 92-and-a-half passer rating. I, I don't think, think he's a bad player. He's not. He's talented. But, I mean, for the money they gave him, for the investment they put in him, no. it's not working. No, it's not. And they lose last night 27-13. So the other side of the game, actually, for this year matters. It's the Patriots, who win last night. Uh, it's never pretty with the Patriots. I mean, it, it never is. That was not a pretty game. Their defense, Joe, that, that is what is for the most part. They've had a couple tough games right against the big-time offenses. But for the most part, their defense has shown up all year. And it's, right, it's, it's why right now they are in the last playoff spot. They hold the tiebreaker. It's a three-way tie between the Chargers, the Jets, and the Patriots. The Patriots have it because of conference records. Or if the season ended today, and it does, and we got a month to go, the Patriots. Mm -hmm. And Mac Jones' season. Really, the defense would be uh, would be in the playoffs. That's my favorite race. the The bottom of the AFC playoffs because you have so many different teams. Uh, we'll go over it. There are some that have very soft schedules, some that have challenging schedules down the final stretch. And yeah, we were waiting on one more game in the week, and then it changed the playoff picture again. And I think that's going to keep on happening every time uh, we we see some teams in the mix here. Uh, touch the field. Uh, now I understand why you love Mac Jones so much. He swears a lot. Like that's what you got going for you. He swears uh -huh. at his coach, and that's mm -hmm. about it. Because I mean, I don't really trust him that much. Um, run game, plug and play. That that was a perfect example of what we talk about when we say running backs don't really matter. Even when you go down to RB three, like Stevenson's regarded as one of the better running backs. Not great, not top five, but he's really good. He's come on this season. He's out. Did they lose anything? I know it's Arizona's defense, but you had a couple more backs come right in. Plug and play. That's a situation uh, for most. It's not that much of a downgrade. Most situations. Now, we did see it over the weekend with Seattle. But, um, I mean, we talked about it all show. And I'm not just saying it for the purpose of our prop bets. How do you, between Henry and Jonu Smith, how do you have three receptions that entire game? And every time they went to Henry, it worked. Three catches yeah. for 70 yards. Like, and the world knows they can't stop tight ends. They won the game. Uh, they pulled away at the end by a couple of scores. Kevin Harris, first touchdown. Who? Nobody had that bad. I saw it uh, some places where it was, high, it was high as 40 to 1 that they had a first touchdown score. But uh, Patriots got out of there with a victory, just like everybody does when they go and visit, visit the Cardinals. They still only have one victory at home this season. I want to thank you guys for talking me out of betting Nelson Aguilar. His prop was 31 and a half. Uh, he finished with 32. I'm so grateful you guys talked me off that. I would have been mad. Instead, I just stuck with the Hunter Henry. I didn't get carried away last night, and I, was ha I woke up happy.
<laughs> How about Aguilar had thir- 32 uh, yards on 10 targets? Like, they were trying to get oh him the ball, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I would have been so mad. Woo. So mad if I bet the under. Yeah. Uh, so the Henry, that's the, the Henry prop over, obviously, was a good hit um, last night. That was easy. He went, he went to 70 yards. But, Joe, you think you said it yesterday. It's hard to bet the Patriots receivers. You don't know. I mean – they're usually about what? They get about 200 yards passing a game or whatever it is. But but there's no yeah. one that stands out, right? Last night, 235 mm-hmm. passing for Mac Jones. 70 for Henry, so that was the big one. But then Bourne at 47, Aguilar 32, Thornton 28, Parker 24. And it could flip next week, right? You could throw those names into a hat, and it'll go the other way. It, it's it's very hard to bet on their props. Um, that, that, I have no idea. I mean, the one thing I know about them is their defense. It's why I think they have a real chance to make the playoffs. They're not very good. Patriots aren't very good. No. That defense comes to play every week. And, like, what are we talking about down the stretch? Mike White and the Jets. We're talking about the Chargers who have been untrustworthy. And we're talking about the Patriots. Like, one of these teams is – or maybe two if the Dolphins fall out. We'll get to futures. Uh-huh. We may have watched the playoff team last night. It, it doesn't look like it, but they may be there. So, it looks like – okay, right now if you go six, seven seeds, it's Miami, New England – in right now on the outside, but with a seven and six record, the same as the Patriots, it's the Chargers and the Jets. So two yeah. of the two of those four. There's nobody else that's going to enter this conversation in the final month, right? Two of those four. Yes, it looks like so. two of those four. Yeah, of the four, the Patriots have the toughest schedule. Yes, if I'm looking Buffalo, at it now. Cincinnati, Miami, uh, Vegas is their easy game. It's also tough for Miami. We mentioned that they're playing New England. They also have Buffalo. They have the Jets. You know, record-wise, we're supposed to say the Packers game is easy, but I don't really – I can't go there. I can't say, oh, oh, that's a win. Mark that one down. Uh, Miami also has a tough spot. The Chargers have the easiest road here. And I, you never know which Chargers team is going to show up. Get very frustrated by their play calling on offense. It was the good Chargers team that showed up uh, this week. But they have by far the easiest road. Second easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. Winning percentage, 356. The only good team they face is Tennessee. Denver, Indy, LA Rams are left. They should win out. Yes, I don't know if they will. They should. I don't know if- they, they won't. They might, they they'll won't. blow one. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. they should win out with that schedule. I mean, what's the toughest game on there? Tennessee at home this week. It's Tennessee. It's Tennessee. And, and they're scared football. of Tennessee? No. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Chargers are in. I think we'll, we'll get to it, but I, I think the Chargers <laughs> have a really good chance. We know, Joe. Yeah, we know. Yeah, you know. You know what I think on this. Um, <laughs> All right, so the Patriots get the cover last night, obviously, minus the two. I think it went up to two and a half to close that by the time we got to, to kick off. Yep. Under yeah, 44. so yep. lower total. If people were thinking, oh, two and a half, I can tease it to eight and a half. I get the home team. Mm. Uh, that's a good teaser. No, that's a loser, too, if you did that. Hope you did not. Can't trust them. How about first touchdown, 33 to 1, Kevin Harris? Should we start just taking these first touchdowns, these primetime games? It was Taysom Hill last week. Kevin Harris was 33 to 1 last night. Yeah, but how do you land on him? I don't know. I don't don't know who he is. The guy you've never heard of. (laughs) But, okay, so if you're going to go to Patriots running back, that's not Stevenson. You go with Strong, right? Right. Yeah, I just mean in general, maybe not Kevin Harris, but in general, the longer shots on first touchdown. Feels like yeah. that's where the, if you, you're making a profit with touchdown bets this year, if you're going to make anything. Is, do we have a, a close game 
Does it come down to the final possession if Kyler's out there? Probably. I have. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like his running ability would have kept him in it, but maybe not. Maybe not. He would have turned it over. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, you look at the box score from last night, like first downs almost even. Arizona actually had one more yardage. They were five yards apart. Like, But it was just, yeah, it was too much for them to come back. Uh, you know, Connor was involved. Hopkins was involved. Mm-hmm. Um, McCoy made sure to do that. He's not a terrible backup. He's not the worst, but no, obviously – yeah, the uh, yeah, the mismatch with the coaching and uh, the Patriots' defense, strongest unit on the field between the two teams. One thing I thought about when I saw the, the you know, I went final and I looked at the records for these teams, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. We know the turnover in the NFL every year with playoff teams, right? Half the teams that make the playoffs don't the next year. But this year is unique in that the playoff teams from last year are terrible. Four and nine Cardinals, four and nine Rams, five and eight Packers. The wow. five and eight Steelers, the five and eight Raiders. A lot of teams that made the playoffs last year are bad this year. Not just like, oh, they went from eleven and six to nine and eight. They just missed out. No, they stink. That doesn't usually happen like that. Not this many, it feels like. So is the swap gonna be be half? Half the teams that were in the playoffs are gonna be out this this year? Somewhere around half? Seems like that. Yeah, probably. That's crazy, this league. I know. Oh, the <laughs> NFC could have how many different teams? Uh, I, I think maybe just Eagles, Niners, Bucks from last year. I guess in Cowboys. Yeah. So four of the yeah, so three new ones. Yeah. So it's about it's three or four. Yeah. Three or four. Mm-hmm. And was that the same in the AFC? Did you say? Uh, AFC was probably trending towards four or five of the same ones. It's just the teams right, that fell right. off are bad. They're not even yeah. close. Well, yeah, Rams, Packers, everybody thought they'd be in the mix and they're out. Right. So a bit more going on in the, the NFC side as far as uh, big surprises. But, like, you know, Tampa might be out. Carolina yeah, could, could be in. Yeah, it could, could be, be more, right? It could be. Yeah. Um, and officially the undercast for the Cardinals, which is something I think we talked about from the minute win totals were posted. We were like, wait a second. Under on Arizona, yeah. Aaron. That was, that was easy. They just We could see this coming. They were not going to be a good team this year. Yeah, fading the Cardinals was fun. I mean, last year when they got off to that hot start, it was, oh, uh, you know, this is interesting. But after they crumbled in the second half of the season, I think we all knew it wasn't going to be good this year. And then the reports with Kyler Murray, I mean, it's just been bad from the start for this team. Yeah, we see it on the field. They're screaming at each other. So NFC West – Usually regarded as one of the better divisions. I, I think it was viewed as a top three, top three, top two, top three division coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have one team in. Right? Seattle falling off. San Francisco yeah. wins the division. That's it. You know what also plays a role in this? And we always talk about during the summer during win totals. Which divisions you play, right? That props you up. Why is the NFC East no. so good record-wise? They beat up on the AFC South. Like, it's a pretty good division, right? Eagles, Cowboys. Yeah. Commanders Giants are not bad. They're you know they're average teams, but they're all those teams have also racked a lot of wins against the Jaguars and the Texans, and like it's it's propped you up. So it never stays the same. Is my point right? Just because you're the best division one year, probably not going to be the next year. It changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's why we're talking about every team in the NFC East possibly making it because the other three divisions after the top team is a bunch of garbage. <laughs> South, North. West, 
Like, you got nothing. And, that, and that's how we are in this position with the, with the East. Yeah, we are. All right, we got a lot to do today. We're going to have Jason Scott of BetMGM is going to join us a little bit later on the show. We'll go over the markets as they stand right now for awards, the Super Bowl, the Brock Purdy situation, how much that is upgrading the Niners, downgrading them compared to what it was a week ago. And, of course, we'll talk some uh, bowls today with our guy Brad Paris. On the other side, team futures. And you know what? For this part of the year, there's a lot of for grabs, divisions, you know, teams where they could go, make, miss playoffs, all coming up right here, as always, on the BetQL Network.